0: I know. I know. I'm so confused. I checked with me right know. Now. I know, I know, I know. I was like expecting you to say okay or something, and so I'm just like sitting here waiting, waiting. All right, <laughs> make this the intro. Check the Twitch. <laughs> If you never want to miss whenever the fantasy daydreamers go live, head over to our Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamer media, follow along there, click the notification bell and never miss when we go live. to the Fantasy Daydreamers Podcast. I am your host, JJ, with me. I got Keone. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen,
1: boys and girls, everybody of all denominations. I am here today in the place that I've always been past a benchmark of... Did you know we're the top 20th percentile of podcasts? Hey, you should... And you may know that if you followed me on the Twitter at Daydreamerchioni, even though I've never mentioned it, but still, <laughs> follow me there.
0: And Ryan is here. What's up, guys?
2: R-O-K-K-O. Rocco, Rocco, Daydreamer, I'm here with a little cold. They call <laughs> me Rasty Rocco. This is my Jordan flu game. I will lead us to the ship. So,
1: so are, have you moved on from headband Rocco? No. <laughs>
2: Well, just for this week until my wish. Oh. back and then I can be a headband rocker again. The oh, lineup's okay. getting a little dirty now, so mm. it's, not, it's not as clean as it was before. <laughs> so I can start rocking headbands again. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh you guys can follow me at JJ Daydreamers on Twitter. You guys can follow the show at FF Daydreamers on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Let's get into some news. Jets quarterback Zach Wilson did not practice on Wednesday. He's dealing with an ankle injury. You got to think he plays, right? I mean,
1: I would presume he would. I don't see what. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, he's he's got to he's back. And so, you know, that would be a a tough break if he is not playing.
0: uh, So we've seen him for one week now. Can you put any trust into his weapons? there?
2: Um Brees Hall and maybe Tyler Conklin until we figure out more about the wide receivers. Corey Davis, low love getting used a lot in this offense, but mm-hmm. like Elijah Moore, scared.
0: Corey How's Davis, it's, well? all, it's all garbage time, but I figure it's the Jets, so there'll probably be some garbage time. They're one of those garbage time teams. <laughs> That's pretty good. They're one of those garbage time teams. Uh, that should be a shirt. Running back Brees Hall was also limited in Wednesday's practice, so just something to keep an eye on there. Jets running back, (gasps) Commanders wide receiver Curtis Samuel did not practice on Wednesday. He's dealing with an illness. Oh my god! Uh, Just something if he's if he stays sick. Usually, you know, if they they sit out on Wednesday, they're usually rested by Sunday and good Mm. to go.
1: He's down down with the sickness.
0: Commanders rookie running back Brian Robinson has been designated to return. So his 21 day window has been opened. So if he's uh, not rostered in a league, would you guys go at him?
1: No, not at least, not yet. And I'm sure maybe somebody's going to get him. Um, but he was just cleared to practice. So, you know, it's, I think it's going to take him some time to kind of get accustomed to that offense, or at least the rhythm of the NFL ag- again.
2: I think I would add him. This is the time to do it. And he can be the back end of your bench, but I think he's going to have a role.
0: Yeah. I think he's going to have a role eventually too. This team, this coaching staff just does not want to use Antonio Gibson. And so I think sooner, eventually it'll be Brian Robinson. But uh, if you're adding him, you're not expecting to play him anytime soon. You got to have that bench spot open. Mm. Giants wide receiver Kenny Galladay sustained a sprained MCL. He is not expected to travel to London this week. Oh no! Yeah,
2: yeah. If I was playing for that team, I would have suffered a sprain MCL <laughs> myself.
0: <laughs> hey, bro! He I'm not traveling
2: London money. to get two targets. I might drop both of <laughs> them, but I'm not traveling to London to get two targets.
1: Well, I'll I'll travel with the team and you know and explore London, but <laughs> the, they're like, oh no, I I, I can't, you know. I, I can't play, but I can I can definitely go on those double-decker buses. So.
0: I'm a millionaire. I'm not riding on no buses with these peasants.
1: <gasps> well, it's fun, though.
0: It's- <laughs> I'm a millionaire to get – I'm getting paid millions of dollars to get two targets. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson and running back Melvin Gordon – Will play tonight. Russ is dealing with a right shoulder injury, while Melvin Gordon is dealing with a neck injury, but both will be active tonight. So, uh,
2: hmm. he's right-handed too, huh?
0: Russell's right-handed. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. throw Throw right-handed, right shoulder. Uh, Don't love uh, that. Yeah, I me mean, neither. I haven't really loved Philay uh, Wilson all season long. Hasn't been playing. Hasn't been playing so good. And I think that I'm gonna start a petition to change it from Filet Wilson to Fillet Smith, because Gino Smith is the one cooking. Hey, not, not Russell Wilson. Let's go. Filet Smith.
1: Yeah, it's like a it's a Seattle trademark, not like a player. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh bad news for tonight's game. Colts running back Jonathan Taylor has been uh is is declared out for tonight's game. Uh, I think this could be good news though. Good news for a season-long uh, maybe, yeah. You know, like take a week. Another
2: off. Thursday night game, playing on a bad ankle? Rough. Yeah. Just use it to use it to recover, get better, you know. Versus so. a good
1: Broncos defense. Mm-hmm. Just let let Naheem Hines get beat up.
0: So yeah, is Naheem Hines? Someone you're willing to play this week with Jonathan Taylor being out. I'm going to talk about this later, but you guys can go ahead.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, just
1: like it will be coming up later. Okay. Um,
0: foreshadow. Uh, there's two different segments, and I really don't know which one. <laughs> When's the start and when's the sit. So uh, we'll see. Um, <laughs> That'll do it for the news. Nice. Let's get into some start-sit questions. You've got questions. We've got answers. So if you guys want to have your questions answered on the podcast, go ahead and DM us on Twitter a, or Instagram at FFDaydreamers. And, uh, yeah, ask us your questions. They might get on the podcast. So first up. Running back for the Denver Broncos, Melvin Gordon versus Indianapolis, or wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, Juju Smith-Schuster versus Las Vegas Raiders.
1: Okay. this I don't necessarily want to play either of these, Um, but I'm going to begrudgingly say... Melvin Gordon. Um, Both opponents are ranked 20th against their respective positions or against the respective positions they're facing. Both are prime time games. Technically Um, one is a Thursday night, but Gordon is going to be the starter. I presume over Boone, Um, even though Boone probably will get some work in this game. Um, He's got it. He's always got a chance to get in the end zone Um, unless he fumbles on the goal line, but we're hoping not for that to happen. Uh, And just Schuster, I don't know how many times he's going to get the ball, seeing as they throw to basically everybody on that team and their reserve of endless tight ends or just other players that you've never heard of. Um, Like he gets a decent amount of targets, but I think there will be more work for Gordon this week. And I think he has a higher touchdown upside. Somehow. So I'm saying start Gordon over Schuster.
2: Gordon, I agree. Uh, No, I mean, Juju's good, but I think there's a ceiling on his production because he doesn't really – he's like the number two, number three in this offense. Well, I think Gordon is the clear number one running back, even though Mike Boone might get third down work, but maybe they won't trust him. I mean, he did drop two crucial passes. So,
0: I'm just going to go with Gordon. See how it goes. Yeah, I got it right with Gordon, too, being a a number one back on the team. He's going to be the number one back there. We we know that. So, uh, Juju against the poor Raiders secondary. uh, It just, it scares me. I think it's Travis Kelsey's clearly the number one there. Um, You never know when it's going to be Juju's night. And it could be, it could be this week, but. I'll ride with Melvin Gordon. All right, next question: Dawson Knox versus Pittsburgh or Gerald Everett at Cleveland.
2: I want to know which side JJ is going on, so I can go the opposite, get my get my bat back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, uh, the thing is, is we don't know if Miles Garrett is going to play. This Cleveland defense seems to be different with Miles Garrett. On, I mean, obviously, it's different. He's one of the best pass rushers, but they play different whenever <laughs> Miles Garrett is out there. If Miles Garrett's not out there, I might roll Gerald Everett again. But Pittsburgh, ah, man, the Bills might get up on Pittsburgh and just run out the clock. They might not have to run up the score. And Dawson Knox is touchdown. I mean, if one guy's not touchdown-proof, it's Dawson Knox. He needs a touchdown to be relevant. And so if they're not scoring a lot of points, it kind of scares me this week.
1: Yeah, like Dawson Knox so far has been kind of the epitome of what like the tight end stereotype is for fantasy, where it's like around 50 yards and like three to six catches and then maybe he gets a touchdown in a game, or yeah or if once he gets a, a touchdown, while.
0: you're happy, and if he doesn't
1: it's like man, why am sucks. I why do I have this guy on my team yeah, um where everett like yes, he's benefited from you know Keenan Allen being out, um but he's had you know besides the Jacksonville game, where like basically not many people on that team did well um like he's had three good games, and um. So the matchup is technically worse for um, Everett. But, yeah, I just think he can find the end zone. Like he he's has, you know, before the season. Um, yeah. And so I just think Everett, again, touchdowns make a huge difference for tight ends. It's like stupid how much of a different like, you know, tight end 20 versus tight end seven. So I go I go Gerald Everett.
2: I'm going to go Everett too, especially if Allen's out.
0: All right. Ramondre Stevenson versus Detroit or Drake London at Tampa Bay. Stevenson, Detroit's
1: run defense is horrible. Their defense in general is horrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, we all agree on all three of them. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, Ramondre Stevenson. We hang out too much. Yeah, true. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson. I I think that uh, he's he's a pass catching back there as well. So even if you know Detroit's scoring a bunch and New England has to pass, it's going to be Ramondre Stevenson. But I think he's also going to get quite a bit of touches. Yeah, uh, Drake, Drake London going against sample Bay. That's a that's a good defense. Um, you're hoping that London gets some garbage time catches and a garbage time touchdown. I I don't hate playing Drake London here, but I also don't love it. Yeah. He's a top 36 guy, but not a top 24 guy, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think the I think the matchup is way way uh, in favor for or for Stevenson. Um I think he's averaged 17 touches the last two games, so that's a good amount of work especially in an offense where it's sharing time with Damian Harris, who is also getting, you know, a good amount of work. Um but yeah, Detroit's defense is awful. Um they're, you know, they're even if they're in the game or not in the game, they the Patriots are going to use you know, their run game and even whether it's Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi, they're going to run the ball. Um, And I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be mad after getting kind of humiliated by Kansas city. So that defense and just that team in general, I think is going to not necessarily whoop up on, on Atlanta, but they're going to play angry.
0: Alright, that'll do it for our start sit questions. Let's move on to our DFS plays of the week. Gentlemen, start your engine! So DFS Daily Fantasy Sports. This is um, weekly. So you get to set a new lineup every single week. If you guys want to play with us, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at FFDaydreamers. Like I've plugged a couple times now. We're going to have a post up Or you guys could come compete with us in a weekly contest. It's all for free, so you don't have to worry about throwing any money in. All for bragging rights here. Who are you guys playing this week in DFS? I'll
2: start us off since we just talked about him. Andre Stevenson versus Detroit, $6,000. I mean, we said it all literally a couple minutes ago. He's a back that's getting used a lot versus a very bad defense. $6,000 is a steal.
1: Yeah, far, far below the, the average, which I think is around 66 and 66 and two thirds and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, a good price, uh, and a good valuation to allow you to free up some space for other players where that, you know, you might, um, be used more wisely. Um, (laughs) Not as valuable or as low as, um, as Romandre Stevenson, but also a guy who's below the average is JK Dobbins. Um, we talked about him earlier in the week. He's coming off, you know, a great game, two touchdowns, um, saw a lot of work, 17 touches, but, you know, didn't get very many yards. So that's something that we you'd like to see him improve upon, but, um, you know, he is back. He's a viable option. They go against the Cincinnati defense, which does rank eighth against the position. Um, and he is dealing, I think, with a chest injury. So keep an eye on that. Um, if he's good to go, I would play him. But obviously, if he's not, you know, pivot. But I think $6,500 in fantasy or in DFS is a good value um, for a guy who I think can perform and do well in this situation if he does play.
0: Uh, it's, it's a planned rest day. This this was okay. a planned rest day for J.K. Okay. Dobbins. He's going to play this week.
1: All right, there you go. Then even, even more. J.K. Dobbins is a great value.
0: Agreed. All right, I spent up on my first guy. I'm going with A.J. Brown. Oh Wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, this guy is killing it right now. He is the wide receiver 10 overall. We've seen him... Go over seven targets every single game, getting at least five receptions. Been over 69 yards every single game.
1: Nice.
0: And he's doing all of this with only one touchdown on the season. Hmm. Should have had two. Come on, go <laughs> um They go against Arizona this week, uh, which, you know, Arizona likes to play to their opponent, so it should be a pretty good game. But I expect Philadelphia's defense to to conquer here. And, you know, Kyler Murray putting up a couple points is going to have Jalen Hurts throwing the ball a little. So I'll I'll go with A.J. Brown.
2: My last guy is going to be Curtis Samuel versus Tennessee for 5,800. I mean, he's just playing well. Didn't Dawson got nicked up in the game before last game, right? I'm pretty sure. And uh, so you only have real two two good weapons versus Tennessee: Samuel and McLaurin. And I think both are going to be targeted a lot. I expect this game to be really competitive. I don't love Antonio Gibson in this matchup. I don't love the running game in general. So I'm going to have to go. Uh, curse Samuel. Keep his heart. Keep
0: up his hot start. Johan Dodson dealing with a hamstring injury. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't look like he'll play.
1: So I'll go a stack on Ryan's, I guess, if you will. And the future... Carson Wentz. (laughs) It's time for a good Carson Wentz game versus Tennessee. Um, $6,800 as wild as it is, you know, to be like, oh, go and get to play Carson Wentz. Um, He's faced some tough defenses the last two weeks. um, And, you know, he's not done well in those two weeks. Um, I believe Philadelphia was ranked third. Dallas was ranked seventh. Um, But those first two weeks, they faced Jacksonville and Detroit, which, you know, were not good defenses at the time against the quarterback. And he did well. And currently, Tennessee is ranked 25th against the quarterback. They've allowed at least two touchdowns per game to the position. So as wild as it may seem to play to, you know, consider Carson Wentz. He is a good value because he can play well. Yes. His O-line is not very good at all, but he does have Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel as viable weapons. And he goes to them and Carson Wentz is a garbage time warrior. So he'll get you some touchdowns and points late in the game. So it might be stressful for three quarters, but that fourth quarter, baby, it's Wentz time. They call it the witching hour. No, it's the Wentzing
2: hour. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm All glad right. you laughed at that. I'm glad, like you laughed at their own joke. I of course I, I got respect it. it.
1: Somebody's gotta.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, I will stack my own player, and I'm going with AJ Brown's quarterback, Jalen Hurts, uh, quarterback three on the season, and really, I mean, just him on the ground alone is is. What's breaking him open? Averaging thirteen point three rushing attempts, fifty-one yards, averaging a rushing touchdown a game. I mean, he's killing it right now. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I mean, again going against Arizona, like I already talked about with mm. AJ Brown. So it uh, should be a really good game for this for this duo.
1: He's he's definitely a guy who at, at times will be like, you know what, screw it, let me let me do this myself. And so he,
0: and then that's when you get
1: those nice run plays.
0: Walked up into the end zone. Mm. Yeah. Called his own number, looking like Machamp.
1: Oh. Oh, Machamp?
0: Machamp. That's (laughs) (laughs) that's Machamp. (laughs)
1: Machamp. Oh, that's amazing. That's like the, 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 the off, you know, the off brand or the like the, yeah, the imitation. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's a four armed, you know, shark. Oh, it's my It's that's not Kyler the same. Murray.
0: <laughs> <Kyler Murray. laughs> uh, Kyler oh, that's not Murray. Oh, the Machomp to Jalen Hurts' <laughs> Machamp. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. All right. That'll do it for our DFS starts of the week. Now let's get into the no flex zone. Hey, no flex zone. Hey, hey, no flex zone. Hey, hey, they know hey, better. Hey, hey. So, who is a player that people might want to be sliding into that flex position, but you guys are telling them to stay away from?
2: For me, it's going to be a DJ Moore going against San Francisco. DJ Moore has only gone over double uh, did or double digit fantasy points one time this season. Um, even in a game last week when he got 11 targets, he only got 50 yards on six receptions. This offense looks horrible. They're going in San Francisco again, who is only giving up 11.5 points, like literally to the whole team, four straight games. They are filthy right now. He has to lay a Cooper cup to get off, but Cooper cup gets off on everybody. But DJ Moore is not Cooper cup and Baker Mayfield sucks. So,
1: Also, San Francisco prevented, like, didn't allow a touchdown to Cooper Cup. So that's the like impressive, you know. That's a win in itself. Exactly.
2: Should allowed a touchdown to Tyler Higbee for pass. <laughs> pass. Uh. Uh, um,
1: I'm gonna go with I'll go with a guy in the same game, um, but on the opposite side. I'm gonna go with Brandon Ayuk. I was thinking the same thing. Mm, This, the 49ers team has shown sparks of being really, really good. And their defense is just fantastic. Um, but it, and it's, it's almost, it it looks a lot like it did almost identical to kind of how it did last year where this team is Jimmy G is the quarterback. Debo Samuel is like the breakout guy. The defense is doing great, but Brandon Iuke has lost, you know, in the shuffle. Um, he's only has one touchdown um, on the year and only one game over 60 yards. The rest are either 40 yards or less. Um, He has had two games with eight targets, but the most catches he's had in the game is five. Um, Jimmy G like is still kind of that game manager, not yet quite to the, you know, rhythm that you want him to be um, except with, you know, maybe Debo Samuel, but again, that's Debo Samuel, not Brandon Ayuk. So this is going to favor probably Debo a lot in this game. Um, the Panthers have given up a good amount of, of points to the wide receiver position, but Brandon Iyuk Brandon Ayuk, I don't think is going to be the beneficiary of that, or at least not enough for me to want to play him, seeing as he is also the wide receiver 48 on the season. So I'd say do not play Brandon Iyuk in your flex this week.
0: All right, I like it. Um, someone who you should not be flexing this week. Michael Gallup, wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. I know you you saw the touchdown that he scored on Sunday, but that's against Washington, who's not playing very, very well. Uh, Michael Gallup only had three targets, caught two of them. It just wasn't really an impressive day. 24 yards, and he scored the touchdown. That's what really boosted him to a wide receiver. 35 finish. So, I mean, still not good. And, yes, he's coming off the injury. It's going to take him a little bit to get all the way back into the swing of things. This week, they play the Rams in L.A., who are coming off of that loss to San Francisco. The Rams and Jalen Ramsey. I mean, maybe Jalen Ramsey follows CD most of the game, but... This defense is is going to be out for blood against this Cowboys team. So I am staying far, far away from Michael Gallup.
2: I'm talking about the Rams, you see the fan trying to sue Bobby Wagner. I'm trying no, to file. A
0: uh, no, but I saw. I mean, I saw him tackle him. Oh, dude,
2: this. the fans trying to file a police report on Bobby Wagner. Oh. Boy, take your hit and get out of
0: here. Yeah, come on. Yeah, you come
2: know on. you signed up for when you went on that yeah. field.
0: Oh, and then Michael Gallup also plays at Philadelphia next week. So I'm probably, I'd probably send him then, but then versus Detroit the week after.
1: Oh, that's probably a perfect time for him to, you know, with Dak
2: probably come
0: back. Michael Gallup hitting. Mm. Just keep him on your bench till then.
2: Mm. So a guy who played Dallas last week, Antonio Gibson is going to be my last no flex zone player. Um, The first two weeks he had 12 targets nine receptions 85 yards the last two weeks he had four targets four receptions for 16 yards he's not being used in the passing game um it's going to mckissick he's rushing he basically averages like 14 touches basically but he's not going over 60 yards and he's he's basically a touchdown dependent running back right now and going against Tennessee, I got you know Jeffrey Simmons, multiple good linebackers. I'm not in love with this matchup at all. I would stay away for sure. We don't, you know, we know they don't want to use Gibson. They're down on him. I just, if he's not getting passing work, I have to bend too much on a touchdown for me to start him. So I'm staying away.
1: Dang. I feel I feel like they pranked us like we're on an episode of like punk starring Ron Rivera. Like, ha you, you think he's going to get you got 12 targets? Week one. <laughs> yeah. yeah haha, joke's on you. <laughs> Never going to happen again. I was just so excited to see him actually getting, you know, passing down work and then just like, nope, wrong, incorrect, not true. Um, but speaking of a guy, I guess, who could get passing down work, but you shouldn't play. Um, and it's, and it's tonight's game. So, you know, it's pivotal or important. Naheem Hines. Just because he's playing and going to be, you know, taking over Jonathan Taylor as the head running back on this team. Don't use that. Like, don't consider that a viable means to start him in your flex. They face the Broncos who are seventh against the run. They are a very good run team or run defense. And yes, they are coming off a game where they gave up a, their most yards and points to uh, the running back. But then again, Las Vegas ran the ball 30 times. So it's almost going to happen if they're running that much. I don't expect them to, like, they might run that many times or he might get, you know, I don't think he's going to get 30 touches or anywhere, maybe not even 20. He might get a run 20, but still, it's not going to be as productive as um, Josh Jacobs was or anything like that. As much as I hate to say it, the Colts are not a great offense or a great team right now, um, but neither is Denver. I just, he he's... Uh, Only has, I think, seven yards on the ground. That's the most he's had this year and 54 total yards in a game. That's not enough for me to want to play him, um, even though he is starting. So Naheem Hines, I don't put him on your bench. No flex, no flex.
0: All right. Someone that I am not flexing this week is... uh... The Falcons running backs, either of them, Tyler Algier or Caleb Huntley. Um, I feel like this is a trap game. Mm. Uh, Going against Tampa Bay, that is a dirty run defense. Everyone who lost Cordero Patterson, or even if you didn't, everyone's jumping on Tyler Algier, Caleb Huntley to add them over waivers, but. Even if you added them, I don't want to start them this week. We talked about it on uh, Tuesday's podcast. Ryan said it. Do not play them against Tampa Bay. These are backup running backs for a reason. Rookie uh, Tyler Algier looks like he'll be the one there. But also, it's going to be both of them. That's that's a big thing here to remember is it's not just a lead back role here. This is going to be a split back role, meaning that neither of them are really going to be viable options for fantasy. So I would sit to both Falcons running backs. Dang. Twofer. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and follow us on Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamer media. Follow us there, click the notification bell and never miss when we go live. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at FF Daydreamers. Head over to our website, fantasydaydreamers.com. You guys can find all the links, all of our podcasts, and we got articles coming out weekly. So, uh, multiple times a week, in fact, Mm. from multiple different writers. So go ahead and head over to our website and check those out. And, uh, you guys got anything else to plug?
1: Um, they're good articles. They're, they're very, Uh, they're very helpful. So it's like, Oh, you're not sure. And you know, if you don't want to like do listen to the podcast, but if you you know, you just want to sit down for a few minutes and have a short read. They're easy to read articles, you know, waiver wires, starts, sits, and DFS value
0: picks. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe you were confused. These aren't like uh, recipe articles or anything like this. These will help you win your mm. your fantasy league. So, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it was confusing, just random articles thrown up on the website.
1: Yeah, here's the here's my football shaped cake. <laughs> yeah, just in time for the fantasy season. Uh, and then yeah. give you my whole backstory on why yeah, yeah, first, I grew up and blah, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Just my eight long sc- my hundred and twenty page screenplay. Yeah, about how I came up with this particular so recipe. Bottom, I just yeah. need
0: I just, yeah yeah. All right, so yeah, follow us on all social medias and over to our website. And remember to always stay dreaming. Stay
2: dreaming. Stay dreamin'.
1: Am-nam-nam-nam-nam. Um,